You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com. Furthering the discussions that we've been having on the topic of the two gifts, speech and mind, we recognize that we have been invited to be imitators of God as dear children by working with the gifts of speech and mind, conscious reflection as well as conscious use of the two gifts. To stimulate this conversation, let us reflect upon an excerpt from one of Neville's discussion, also referred to in the last few videos that I've done, the same discussion, the coin of heaven. Now we're invited to be imitators of God as their children and use the same technique. For we have been given a gift that makes us immortal. The gift is mind and speech. And if we use these gifts wisely and rightly, we differ in nothing from the immortals. And they will be our guides after we shed these bodies and take us into the very troop of the gods and into those souls who have attained the bliss, immortality. Now, you and I must try it. We must test it. Is it really so? Do you mean that I can start right now without any background whatsoever? I know I have a gift of mine, I can think. I know I can speak. And were I dumb, I can still think and think in terms of words. If I could not express them in words, I can still think inwardly in these words. That's all that matters. If a man could only control his inner dialogue, he would find the most rewarding of all conversations. So in regards to the two gifts, there's fundamentally one technique. The technique is sometimes referred to as the word, or the path, or the way. And it is found primarily via our inner conversations. Our inner conversations is what we are imagining. And it's easy to reflect upon our experiences each day. And certainly I've been sharing this and discussing this for the last year, primarily upon the ability that we already have, but we might not have consciously been practicing it, to reflect each day and recognize how the outer world experiences reflect our inner dialogue. Is it one of accuracy and love, spirit of harmony, benefit for us, others, divine and evolution? Or is it in alignment with what we would call subconscious inharmonious? And what this means is that allowing the inner dialogue to be one of mental chatter. Now we're not consciously asking for the mental chatter to externalize on the screen of space as experience. However, it does, because whether we are conscious or subconscious of the inner dialogue, 
it is impressed on the subconscious mind and brought forth. So our goal each day is to be aware of the conversations we're having and bring it into alignment with what we desire to create, or more specifically put, what we desire to experience in the already complete reality, as in all things exist. Now we're going to look at this from three elements. And this particular conversation has been a reflection upon working with this information a lot more consciously in consulting, in relationships, in friendships, in health and fitness, in dealing with different circumstances that occur in whatever shows up, and observing how the inner dialogue is reflected in the experiences in relation to the goals in those areas. Not only have I been working with this within my own scope of opportunities and goals and visions, but also with clients and business partners, helping integrate this concept of fourth dimensional inner conversations. And I've received many success stories this year to higher degrees compared to years prior because of a conscious application of the process in our dealings, both within myself as well as facilitating it through consulting. A number of clients hit their first million dollar year in their business. A number of clients hit a certain level of six-figure growth within their business. A number of clients and business partners were able to turn a business, which was more as a hobby, into one that earns a very respectable side income, setting themselves up for the years to come, building on that foundation. All of it was done primarily by working with fourth dimensional inner conversations and the Robert Diltz model. Now, how does this work? Well, we observe how we are relating to whatever shows up. We have a vision that what we desire to experience. What we're changing is the concept of ourselves, otherwise referred to our identity, or as Neville refers to as the state. The moment we affirm that it is done, we select the state. And then what we do is we dwell in the state. Dwelling in and from that state. Living in and from that state. How does one live in and from that state? It is done via the gifts of speech and mind. And it is the inner conversations in relation to whatever we experience, and we'll reflect here on the Robert Diltz model, in relation to whatever shows up in the outer world, the five sensory experience, otherwise referred to as the environment, the behaviors, as in our actions, that what we do or don't do, our capabilities and our skills. And with some of these clients, I worked on their capabilities because they didn't believe that they had the capability to perform sales, perform in leadership, perform, knowing that the performance is externalized from the inner conversations. In other words, they were approaching the 
circumstance or the environment in which their capability and ability, which was within them, in relation to the state or the identity, they were approaching it from a perspective of an inner dialogue of doubt or fear or indecision. Now, rather than making this more complicated than it has to be, I provided them some affirmations to change the inner dialogue around. And as they integrated the affirmations, and I also integrated my own affirmations in what I was doing in relation, they began to change. So two parts. I changed how I assumed them to be. I knew that they are that person that is in harmony with that vision. They are that identity. And no matter what they have said to me or say to me, I will continue to and continue to persist. But it wasn't a force-based persist. It was a light-hearted based knowingness that they are that person right now. This is also referred to as seeing the unseen as seen. Now, I gave them the affirmations and they carried on the inner dialogues and they reported back to me the behavioral change in their team. They reported back to me the results in their sales. They observed and reflected upon how the inner dialogues changed how they were experiencing the five sensory environment, their behaviors, their capabilities. And all of it was integrating these three elements, which we're going to get into further discussion. Number one, past, present, future as now. So we want to carry on our inner conversations to the best of our ability even though this may appear contrarian, where people communicate a lot based on identification from the past or future, we want to communicate based on accuracy that all things exist right now, that the vision, that state that you want to see experienced is one you have already selected and are in the journey to realization. So desire is the gift of God to experience this already complete world. Desire is the gift of God. Man is required to do nothing more than accept the gift by simply giving thanks for the unseen reality before he observes it in his outer world. Thus giving thanks to all the experiences that you have each day and see them as contribution, perhaps an affirmation like this. You can say, I realize that all experiences, all five sensory interpretations, more so are recognized as contribution to what I desire to experience. What I desire to experience is the journey that I'm on right now. As a result, intuitively and accurately through my inner voice, I find the meaning. It is a meaning of empowerment and a meaning of understanding. Upon revealing this inner meaning of understanding to what shows up, I have the power to further affirm it. For example, as one of my clients had reported to me that there was a person on their team that was acting inharmoniously in relation to the vision. I asked the client, how do they assume them to be? And we identified that they had a pattern of assuming certain people to behave a certain way. And when this particular person on their team had that same attribute that reflected other people in their past, they began to assume that about that same person, which was creating disharmony. I then gave them an affirmation that says, I realize that I have the ideal team 
that is in harmony to bringing forth what I desire from a place of flow. I realize that everybody has been brought forth to contribute in my team towards my vision. As a result, everyone on my team reveals more and more so each day their willingness and level of understanding of the elements of the business and automatically find creative ways of moving forward the team towards the vision. As a result of working with that affirmation, they reported back to me that the behavioral patterns of that individual began to change. The behavioral patterns began to reflect the assumption within. They also noticed that they were communicating differently to that particular team member. The dialogues became more harmonious, and this is very much related to the concept that I talked about a couple videos ago on self-persuasion. So you have a desire, and my client had a desire, to create a certain level of success in the business and to do it from a place of harmony, building a team that works together in the spirit of harmony. That was the desire of my client. Since they found out how and continued to dwell in the accurate inner voice conversation to bring it forth, they realized that nothing was held back from them, that creation is already finished, and that they were on the journey to the realization of that particular state externalized on the screen of space, and thus externalized it accordingly. Through desire, God beckons us to lift our awareness to higher and higher levels of consciousness. Now, that particular affirmation that was shared with that individual was one of a higher level of consciousness. This is sometimes referred to on the consciousness scale from David Hawkins' scale of levels of consciousness, which is a conceptual way of explaining a higher level of inner dialogue at a different level of inner dialogue, reality is externalized to reflect that level of inner dialogue. Now, it's that desire that comes from the divine realm, the world of love, and God can also be interpreted as love. It is from the place of love that we select the state, and it is from the place of love that we carry on our inner conversations that reflect at different levels of consciousness as he states here, God beckons us to lift our awareness to higher and higher levels of consciousness. By lifting our awareness, what is also referred to here is believing that it is possible to achieve that what you desire, thus experiencing it in the already complete reality. From that desire, you aspire for something that you would call greater. However, nothing is greater or less than it is just the association from within that interprets reality from greater or less than. What we want to do is realize that the interpretation is level and in harmony with the chosen state. Once the state has been selected, the conversation remains lighthearted and everything is interpreted to the best of our ability to be in contribution and in harmony. What I found is that you don't have to interpret everything in harmony, but my client wanted the business success because they already achieved a high level of business success before, and now they want to do it from a place of flow. And so the inner conversation was one that reflects the team that represents the flow. And the team represents their own consciousness, which is made up of the inner dialogue that fills up the mind and reflects accordingly on the screen of space.
So Neville says, Creation is finished, and you have free will to choose the state you occupy. Choose of what you will focus your attention on is the only free will that you can exercise. Now what he's saying here is that everything else happens through you, from the subconscious, onto and through you, from the subconscious realm. And this is where we do the allowing and the facilitating through the inner dialogue, speaking as though the unseen is seen right now through the reinterpretation of the five sensory experience. Once a thought is accepted and charged with feeling, the creative power within proceeds to externalize it. So there's a creative power within the subconscious realm that moves forward in externalizing it. It can be stimulating inspired actions, behaviors, capabilities, and even outer world changes that occur in ways that we might not consciously now understand to bring it forth. And what we do is we persist in the assumption. So as he states here, whether your assumptions are conscious or unconscious, they direct all action to their fulfillment. Now, this is a very important distinction. The business wanted to be created. The client wanted the business created from a place of flow. And so the assumptions that the client wanted was to experience both the destination and the journey from a place of bliss. Now, this requires cause and effect reflection, observing our inner dialogue and adjusting our inner dialogue to bring forth, knowing that it's both the conscious or the unconscious assumptions that create the experiences on the journey. And we have the power to change it. So in this regard, they were able to bring forth the business success while creating a harmony of flow because that is how they wanted it brought forth. Both their conscious and their unconscious assumptions were brought up during our discussions as well as they did it on their own and adjusted accordingly to create the experience. And all of it directs all action done by self or anything that has been externalized on the screen of space to play out the theater, which is a result of the rearrangement of the mind as a result of the speech, to reflect as the rearrangement of the five sensory experience, as fulfillment. Therefore, it is important to determine the ideas from which you think. Any concept that is accepted as true will externalize itself in your outer world. Now, this is very powerful and exciting. And this is done by our inner dialogue. Part of our inner dialogue, fourth dimensional inner conversation, is seeing the past, present, and future as now. So our affirmative inner conversations, to the best of our ability, include an affirmative, I am right now. This is how it is right now. Or, if you find yourself having too much resistance, you could say, more so each day, I realize. Or, I realize that. Another important element is the unseen as seen now. So Neville states, it is loyalty to unseen reality that is the secret of faith. So when he tells us faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1, 1, by faith we understand that the world was created by the word of God, so that things were made from things that do not appear. Now if all of creation is complete, then everything exists in the eternal now. And it may look like we are going down a journey and we are creating. 
But more accurately put, from this paradigm, we are interpreting reality from the perspective of we are revealing. Now, this particular paradigm is enormously empowering and has the ability to release a lot of the fears, doubts, and indecision. As you believe that the world is already complete and creation is complete, and upon cause and effect reflection, where you've seen the vision of what you have desired to bring forth before, because this is not the first time you're doing it, and then you experience that end result, you realize more so how creation is already complete. And you begin to live from that particular paradigm. That becomes the kind of conversation you have within, the fourth dimensional conversation. And then when you have a vision, or you get a desire, and you imagine the desire, or you have an inner dialogue and an affirmative conversation about that desire within, and assume it to be done, you realize that you are on the pathway because you are dwelling in and from that particular state. And then we maintain the inner conversations that are in harmony and seeing whatever shows up from a place of flow. As you begin to observe your thoughts, he says, do not be discouraged if you find that your inner conversations do not match the way you feel if you have achieved your goal. You must first become aware of what you are doing with your creative power before you can begin to change it. As you begin observing your thoughts, you cannot avoid the realization that you alone are the cause of all that comes into your world. You alone can change it. Now, this is a radical change of mind to believe this. Many of us might not believe it. However, upon reflection and putting this to the test, such as what my client did, they realized what they were always doing. When I reflect back on my personal experiences, and this is a recent one, I recently moved into a community in which there's not a lot of people around. And this particular community is surrounded by boutique shops. And I chose to be here for the winter so that I could snowboard. So thus, it's a popular skiing and snowboarding location. When I showed up here, I signed up for a gym. And when I went to the gym, people seemed a little bit grumpy. They seemed kind of negative. So I recognized that I'm going to be here for a handful of months. So I might as well enjoy my experience while going to the gym. And then I realized that upon reflection, I was having an inner conversation of how I was assuming them to be. I realized that I was paying attention to certain information that was presented on the news that said that people were experiencing reality from a certain perspective based on certain circumstances that are going on in the world. And I assumed that to be true about these individuals as well. I then realized that I was externalizing them to reflect that assumption within. So I created audio affirmations that affirmed them to be joyous and harmonious, such as, I realize that every time I go to the gym, the people reflect the joyous mood that is within me. I realize that they are very happy and joyous to enjoy working out and sharing this beautiful community with me. I find them friendly, approachable, conversational, and extremely joyous. Now, as a result of that, working with that affirmation, I started to notice that they changed. They reflected that particular assumption. I then became friends with many people at the gym, and I have conversations with them every time I showed up. Even the individuals that seemed the most negative 
converted over to fit that assumption. And then I reflect upon it that I had believed something that I had heard in the news and was assuming it to be true and experiencing it in reality. Thus, observing our thoughts is a very important part of creating the kind of experiences that we want to have in our environment. It is already done. You're moving forward towards your destination, that which you desire to experience. And what I like to do is experience my environments and the people that I'm around to reflect the assumptions of collaboration and spirit of harmony. And thus I observed the power of affirmations as if the unseen is seen, which is beyond past interpretations and believing reality to be that way in the eternal now and observing the external change. This is also, you could say, working with the power of now. As you begin to observe your thoughts, do not be discouraged if you find that your inner conversations do not match the way you would feel if you have achieved your goal. See, whatever the interpretations that we have on the five sensory experience, be it our relationships with people, environment, circumstance, or information, we have the power to change it. When we change it and we observe the change and we did nothing else but change the inner conversation within, then we have found this creative power. So let's bring this back to the Robert Diltz model. You have a vision, you have the identity, which is the state that you're dwelling in. And our goal to create a harmonious journey to the destination is to live in and from that identity. Thus, what is reflected from the identity is the congruence of the beliefs, the assumptions, the relationship that we have to the skills and capabilities. For example, someone that I know is an artist, and they are a very capable artist. But for whatever the reason may be, and we're able to identify it through our conversation, they were looking at their creative expression as just a hobby. They, don't, they did not believe that they could translate their creative expression over to something that would earn the money. I then shared my experiences of not only my own ability to do that, but many people that I've met in the journey of entrepreneurship were able to turn their creative artistic expression into a business including one of my favorite stories when I was in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, and I met a guy named Peter Taren. And he does really well for himself, and he lives a very cool life. I actually want to put a link in the description to a video that was shared with me about his story, and you can be inspired by it as well if you're an artist. But meeting him and having a conversation with him back in 2012 was affirmative and also revealing. And I was having many conversations with artists that turned their art into a business. So I shared this story with this individual. And then what ended up happening is because they believed it, they changed their association, their beliefs to their capabilities and related it towards an outcome. In other words, a facilitator. And you've heard me talk about this before. In entrepreneurship, if we believe that quality, quantity, and spirit of service is the facilitator for the results, and it has more to do with creative thinking than force-based thinking, then we'll find the hunches and inspirations to produce the entrepreneurial success from the perspective of creative flow through multiplying quantity, quality, and spirit of service. And as a result of having that kind of conversation with them, they changed their inner dialogue and started acquiring clients. Their behaviors change, their capabilities change, and their environments change. In the last video, I talked about this interesting concept that everything is and isn't at the same time. 
Now, if we look at this five sensory experience, we'll recognize that we have a lot of beliefs and assumptions of how reality works, which is based on past states that still, for whatever the reason, we persist in. We have to remember that this whole philosophy of what Neville speaks of can seem very radically different than many of the philosophies when it comes to experiencing that which you desire to experience. Simply put, bringing forth success. In his particular philosophy, once you have selected a state, it is a different world. You actually go into a different world by selecting a state. And even though the five sensory reality looks the same, in other words, it is the same five sensory reality, it isn't the same five sensory reality from a different perspective. And this is why studying the work from the Kabbalion, and I brought it up in the last video, is very important because this is where I learned the concept that everything is and isn't at the same time. Now, this is not meant to confuse us, but rather allow us to tap into what I would call inner voice or intuition and the hunches and inspirations that are revealed within that allow us to interpret the five sensory experience, whatever it may be, from a different perspective. For example, when I was in corporate, I loved it over there. I was learning a lot of things. But the last couple years before I left and started my IT business, and this was back in 2009, I felt that the interpretation of the experiences that I was having, even though they were the same experiences that I was having, was different. First, I saw it as empowering and joyous, and I really enjoyed the different experiences. And then I felt that they were boring and frustrating and it was the same five sensory experiences. It was the same projects. It was the same environment, but I was all of a sudden interpreting it different. I had a different meaning. I now realize upon working with Neville's information that at that particular time, prior to me having those interpretations, I had chosen a different state. I went into a different state and thus the five sensory experiences were interpreted differently. My intuition then revealed to me that the experiences that I was having are no longer in alignment with the experiences to bring forth the vision, which was the entrepreneurial success in my IT business. So then I knew it was time to tender the resignation. So I tendered the resignation and the way I went on the journey to build my IT business to 50 clients in a few years. Because I selected the state, the five sensory experiences, even though they look the same, they are interpreted different from within. Now, the same is to be said about what we are learning about the journey towards success. And I brought this up in the last video. Take an entrepreneur who is looking to create business success. They assume the state. They do the best that they can. And now we're bringing forth more conscious awareness on this process to maintain the inner dialogue and thus dwell in and from that particular state. Intuitively, they're guided within towards a destination. They need only trust themselves, listen to themselves, and trust their intuition, and interpret five sensory experience from that perspective. Now, intuition is also in alignment with accurate thinking. I call this heart and mind relationship. So our goal is to maintain this connection of heart and mind relationship. The heart desires and the mind creates. They're not in conflict unless we have conflict within ourselves. Therefore, it's important to identify any disempowering beliefs that we have about ourself, our identity, who we are, and release from them so we can experience the heart and mind relationship.
as a result of cultivating the inner heart and mind relationship, we'll be able to do what is called read between the lines. Now, Neville says this really well, and he's referring to scripture. He says, I'm telling you the truth. I take the Bible and let my intuition play upon it. Then the meaning comes to the surface. Scripture will last forever in the form in which it is written because of its simplicity. But its revelations will not come unless you dig for the word's deeper meaning. Now, this is true for not just the deep spiritual texts, but also the five sensory experience. Because we're looking for the accurate meaning to reflect the state of mind, which can be different than the meaning from previous states, we want to remain what we call open-minded. That even though the people, the environment, the circumstance, the information that you experience on your journey looks the same, it is also not the same and the meaning is found within. This is one of the reasons why, over the last, I don't know, 20 videos or so, I've been putting so much emphasis on what Steve Jobs said on his commencement speech, which was a huge part of my motivation, as well as a huge part of my realization to creating entrepreneurial success. But then not only that, many areas of my life. It was when he said, follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you want to become. That stated, the outer world and the inner world suggests you receive suggestions from your intuition or you receive five sensory input that appears as a suggestion. Someone might suggest something. You don't have to interpret it from that perspective. You can change the meaning within and interpret it from an accurate perspective in relation to the state that you have chosen. He says each of us is subject to a sea of ideas. We listen to the radio, watch the news, on television, or hear some gossip. Thoughts do not recede into the past, rather they advance into the future to confront us so that we may see that which we have planted, either wisely or unwisely. Look back at my experience that I shared with you. I went and consumed some information. That information because it was presented in a very persuasive way, impressed my subconscious mind, and I started to experience people at my gym from that perspective. I didn't even realize that I was believing it. It had gone into my subconscious mind, and thus I was externalizing it. But then upon realizing that that's what was happening, because this is what we do, and this is one of the reasons why I always love to talk about this stuff, is so that you will always be reminded is that you have the power to change it. So you're able to catch it and say, this is the experience. What am I assuming? What am I imagining? And then we change the experience to reflect how we want it to be, which is in harmony with what we truly love. And so I love being around people, communicating with people, sharing life experiences with people. And I don't want to be in this environment in which I place myself unconsciously so I can enjoy my winter being around this community which is a small community, and you see the same people around, and I don't want to have to be feeling like I'm walking on eggshells while I'm in this community. Our inner voice conversations, and you can work with the Robert Diltz model. You have a vision. You've selected the state. The state is your identity. You've assumed it to be done. Your subconscious mind is rearranging the five sensory experience, as well as revealing, disempowering beliefs within yourself in relation to yourself and the outer world, which you can change or more accurately put, affirm through your inner voice conversations, such as the examples that I gave. As a result, 
the capabilities, the behaviors, and the environments flow and change. It happens through you and unto you. That's why I always say, dwell in and from the state. So three important elements we want to include in our inner conversations. The past, present, and future as now. All things exist now. Speaking as if the unseen is seen. And at the same time, understanding is and isn't at the same time. That although people can give you certain kinds of information, and they may suggest, you can also find within the accurate meaning, and thus override the suggestions. Because perhaps those suggestions were from previous states. However, you want to dwell in and from the state that you choose. And we always want to remember this. If all of creation is complete, and we talked about this in the last video, this is also referred to as the divine center or the original simplicity, as discussed by James Allen in his book, The Heavenly Life. There are many pathways to get to your destination. Certainly many years of consulting now and working with so many entrepreneurs. And you know what's interesting is that when I work with entrepreneurs, they don't just talk about their businesses. They talk to me about their personal life, their relationships, everything that they experience in their journey. Because they know that I understand because I've had those same experiences. And I've had those, what we would call the same challenges because we're on a very distinct pathway, which we call entrepreneur. Now, as I share those experiences with them and I reflect upon mine and share with them what I've done, what they're very interested in is how I interpret those particular experiences. And then I'm able to take that and turn it into affirmations. And then as they continue those dialogues, they experience their relationships from that perspective their family life from that perspective, and everything else that they want to experience, which is essentially why they got into entrepreneurship in the first place. So they could create value for others, so they can have a joyous life, have more freedom and flexibility, earn a certain amount of income that is accurate to what they wanted to make, and so they can have a certain kind of lifestyle. That is the consensus of the entrepreneurs that I connect with. And all of it is facilitated by this inner conversation the inner dialogue from the perspective of fourth dimension. So past, present, and future is now. So here's an example of how we would integrate all of this into an affirmation. So the affirmation would be one that facilitates further fourth dimensional inner conversation. And here's how we do it. I realize that past, present, and future all exist in the eternal now. I realize that creation is complete. I realize that there is infinite states and there are infinite journeys to the destination. Therefore, I have the ability to recognize what is in harmony and what is not in harmony via the five sensory journey to the fulfillment of what I desire to experience in the already complete reality. As a result, I automatically choose the harmonious pathway automatically, which is facilitated by my inner voice by signs, by synchronicities that guide me. I then realize how more so that by communicating from this perspective within via my inner voice conversations that reflect my journey and destination, that faith is loyalty to the unseen reality. As a result of carrying on these inner dialogues and maintaining the faith in the unseen reality, I'm able to see 
the experiences translate. I'm able to see my inner dialogues externalize as the harmonious journey to the destination. As a result, I find creative ways of revealing the accurate meaning within in relation to all people, environment, circumstance, and information that is within the scope of my awareness because those are the brothers and sisters that represent me. All people represent a mood within me and have the power to change the mood within me. And this is all done through the gifts that I was given from the Creator to experience that which I desire in the already complete reality. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube videos. You can download a copy of my mind map or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com.